And uh, yeah, for more information, go to zenbitchslap.com. There's uh, loads of videos, art, all of Paul's books, great t-shirts. Um, yeah, uh, should we start with the reading, Paul? Yeah. So we got page 63 at the bottom. <clears throat> we found it very desirable to take this step with an understanding person. Oh, sorry, my bad. Uh, page 62, bottom. This is the how and why of it. First of all, we had to quit playing God. It didn't work. Next, we decided that hereafter in this drama of life, God was going to be our director. He is the principal, we are his agents. He is the father and we are his children. Most good ideas are simple and this concept was the keystone of the new and triumphant arch through which we, pa we passed to freedom. When we sincerely took such a position, all sorts of remarkable things followed. We had a new employer being all powerful. He provided what we needed if we kept close to him and performed his work well. Established on such a footing, we became less and less interested in ourselves, our little plans and designs. More and more, we became interested in seeing what we could contribute to life. As we felt new power flow in, as we enjoyed peace of mind, as we discovered we could face life successfully, as we became conscious of his presence, we began to lose our fear of today, tomorrow, or hereafter. We were reborn. We were now at step three. Many of us said to our maker, as we understood him, God, I offer myself to thee to build with me and to do with me as thou wilt. Relieve me of the bondage of self that I may better do thy will. Take away my difficulties that victory over them may bear witness to those I would help of thy power, thy love, and thy way of life. May I do thy will always. Amen. We thought well before taking this step, making sure we were ready, that we could at last abandon ourselves utterly to him. We found it very desirable to take this spiritual step with an understanding person, such as our wife, best friend, or spiritual advisor, but it is better to meet God alone than with one who might misunderstand. The wording was, of course, quite optional, so long as we expressed the idea voicing it without reservation. This was only a beginning though, if honestly and humbly made, an effect, sometimes a very great one, was felt at once. Thanks, Jacob. Yeah, well, you're just taking, getting your second wind for the next- uh, oh, That's hour. it, that's it. All right, yeah. thanks, Jacob. Uh, Nice to see everybody. Obviously, this is in the chapter how it works. So is describing how it works. <laughs> Pretty simple in a lot of ways. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to my full pages have fallen out of the book, so I've got to pick them up. Huh? Yeah, well, I don't think it really needs to be said much about it. It's just basically uh, 
the step three, if you describe the paragraph right before that, I feel everyone in this room probably has felt these uh, effects. We felt new power flow in. We enjoyed peace of mind, maybe very uh, temporarily, but we've enjoyed peace of mind. We discovered we could face life successfully. As we became conscious of his presence, we began to lose our fear of today, tomorrow, the hereafter. We were reborn. I'd say everyone in this room has had some intimacy with those effects, yeah? Yeah. So there you have it. Yeah. There's perhaps there's a better way, trusting the infinite right rather than the finite self. Now, it, maybe it would be good to have an understanding of how the trust of the finite self appears, because we may not know some of the ways that we're actually in trusting the finite self when we're believing we're trusting the infinite, yeah? Mm -hmm. So if people who come before us can point out the common pitfalls, which really accumulated in the statement of self can't get out of self, yeah? That was an observation from our community. It's not in the big book, but they just, they realized that self can't get out of self. So something was going on without us knowing it. And this was really, I believe, living as if we're self, yeah? And so when we're living as if we're self, when we think we are going to trust the infinite, we're actually trusting the self in regards to trusting the infinite, yes? So then when results that maybe could be humbly uh, expected don't occur, you have a diagnosis of why, yeah? Which is disguised as trusting the infinite, it was a trusting the finite self. So that which was playing God was still playing God with the topic of God, yeah? Yeah. Now, a lot of time, that's not... Uh, If there isn't a revelation around that, the best that we can do is get an understanding about it, yeah? So maybe somebody got a revelation. They can't pass on that revelation, but they can pass on an understanding that may lead to the revelation for you, yeah? Maybe it won't be like the burning light type revelation, but it'll be a revelation nonetheless. So... What's the bridge between a living revelation and the opposite of it? An understanding. So we need to understand the, the exact nature of the wrong, I feel. If we keep misunderstanding that, we may be caught up in that condition of trusting the finite self while we're attempting to trust the infinite. Yeah. And as Jesus supposedly said, you can't serve two masters at the same time, yeah? So unbeknownst to us, while we're believing we're trusting the infinite, we may be trusting the finite self. Yeah. He describes it pretty well. I've got to let the cat in. Describes it pretty well a little earlier when it he goes on, on a, like a two-paragraph thing about the person driven by self-will can appear to be selfless, generous, virtuous, and kind, yes? Now, 
usually we, my rudimentary understanding is someone that was generous, virtuous, kind, wasn't in self-will. They were being directed by some other will, yeah? That was an understanding. That paragraph blew that understanding out of the water. No, the, the wolf can appear in sheep's clothing, yes? What? I had no idea. I thought it was when I was bad, doing bad things, that was it. Now that I'm doing good things, I'm under some other will. No, it could still be self-will. So the act of being identified as self is, a, is an occurrence that's occurring in recovery before you start recovery and during you're in recovery, yes? It was just like how I was surprised where to bear some unbearable shit while I was out there, like my acting out and my behavior, I came to a, an erroneous understanding that all this shit I was doing to people was based on my cocaine use, or let's say drinking use. Then I get sober, and I'm still doing the same behavior in some cases, yes? So there, that went out the window. What? Yeah, so I stopped doing cocaine, but some of those behaviors didn't stop. So I was wrong. Again, I had a misunderstanding about, the, about what was actually happening, yeah? That the conditions were basically trying to be covered up by the drinking and using, the underlying conditions. Then the underlying conditions wasn't caused by the drinking and using. That's what I believed. And it wasn't true. Yeah. This happens quite a lot, doesn't it? So part of facing life successfully is almost like a like a new understanding transplant. Yeah. Your old understanding has to be removed and a new hun new understanding has to be transplanted into you and into us, yeah? So that we can see things differently, at least in a sort of rudimentary way. And then that new way of looking at things will bring about new effects, new results, and will get fortified in perhaps the better way, trusting the infinite. I had a lot of ideas that weren't true. And that doesn't stop, I don't feel. Because what happens when you start living this way of life, even when you do the inventory process, what, one of the greatest aspects of the inventory process, it, it produces an answer that's not yours. You, when you do the four columns of an inventory, you come to a different conclusion about an event that you thought you, had a, you knew the conclusion, don't you? Because finally, you see your role in things. <laughs> it's amazing. My understanding very rarely had that in, uh, as a part of the understanding. I understood your role in things, but I did not understand my role in things. And I definitely did not understand self's role in things. So we do the inventory to look at our role in things so that we can see self's role in things. So then we can see what has defeated us is a foreign agent, a pathogen, a disease, so that the ability or the possibility to be free becomes available because we're bound by self. We're trying to be free as self. 
This is part of the bond, the relief from the bondage of self. Part of the bondage of self is trying to be free as self. We've done it our whole lives. I did. Every time I shot coke, I was trying to be free as self. Yeah. I thought it was from something, but it was as something. And it doesn't matter if that understanding isn't corrected, the same shit's going to happen. Yes? So here's a simple understanding rooted in a simple sentence on page 64 that describes the inventory process. Being convinced self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. A very clear distinction between us and self. We will now look at, so here's the requirement, be convinced that you've been fucked by something foreign. Yeah? Something took you over and used you for transportation. Okay? Basic. If you if you believe in that, if you've come to believe that could be true, then we're now going to do a process called an inventory, and we're going to look at that which has defeated us It's common manifestations, not ours. And yet we keep on going into the process. It's like going into a car wash and the most, the thing that got you to go to the car wash never gets washed out. Yeah. So I come in there with my resentments, my fears, my harms to others, and I leave with my resentments, my fears. Now I have an understanding of them, but it's missing an incredible aspect. They're foreign. Yes, it's something else's manifestation. It's not mine. So the ownership doesn't constantly keep getting renewed and passed on. Yes? How am I going to have a new way of life when it's based on the same old way of life? Believing that I'm, I, I'm in a state of ownership of shit I don't own. I think that's fundamental, isn't it? So, there you go. Page 64, right out of the big book, says, hey, this is one way of doing the inventory. And that is being convinced that self manifested in various ways was what had defeated us. We considered its common manifestations. Resentment is the next paragraph. Resentment is a manifestation of self in your life. How, why do you keep calling it yours? That's a fundamental question, yes? Why, if fear, and it's actually anxiety, yeah, that grows on the claiming of that instinct of fear, yeah? It has a field day with the instinct of fear, and it makes up a lot of mental anxiety, okay? Is that mental anxiety yours? Did you do it? That's pretty fundamental. Are you the source of the mental anxiety? Or is something else stirring the pot? Yeah. I would think that would be profoundly different, wouldn't it? If you learned that you've been calling yourself the doer of a lot of shit you have nothing to do with, that you were driven and taken over like like transportation, I would think that would be a profound difference of how you look at things. Well, here you go. Here's the pair of glasses. Check it out. Yeah. 
See if you don't travel lighter when you look at resentments as resentments instead of calling them yours. I bet you you will. Yeah? Apply it to fear. It says where the cause of fear is. On page 67, isn't it because self-reliance has failed us? What would be a very high form of self-reliance? Being identified as self, yes? I think that's a fucking super high form of reliance on self, taking yourself to be it. Yeah, that is the root or the cause of anxiety and fear. It's right there in the book. That's the diagnosis. Self-reliance has failed us. That's why we're, we're in so much anxiety. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, It doesn't say reliance on Paul, self-reliance. It's different, yes? It's different. This happened with me. I saw it in this light. I've never not seen it in this light for the last, I don't know, 28 years, whatever. Yes? I'm open to new answers. I haven't gotten one. Uh, I'm ready to go to an advanced stage of understanding. I haven't been brought there. I figure this is the message for this seat assignment. Let's get this clear before we go into these incredible transcendental levels of clarity. Why don't we get clear who is it that's going into those transcendental levels of clarity? <laughs> you know, there's people who are geniuses, but they can't make eggs. Yeah, they can't make... Uh, sunny side up yeah they're super fucking clear about one topic but they may not be clear about the topic let's say yeah yeah it's just i don't care about that i want to be clear about this because i try to get out of self as self yeah i did i did my best in only one field, and that was drug and alcohol use. But I gave it 100%. I was willing to overdose purposely with the hopes I'd have maybe 20 seconds of real freedom before the last breath left or the brain died. I was willing to make that deal, seriously. Yeah, I just wanted out so badly. <laughs> Yet, I couldn't get out of what I'm not in. I had no idea... The real trance is an identification as that which has defeated me. I had no idea until I did. Yeah? So here. I think you can pass it on as an understanding, and hopefully you'll find whatever works for you. Yeah? And how do we try to galvanize an understanding? Maybe being happy that someone gave us a platform to have two meetings a week like this for a couple of years. Yeah? pounding away at the same idea with hopefully that it will leave a mark sufficient, sufficient to live through the wear and tear of the mental time <laughs> that's going to deny fucking distract and shit like that. Yeah. Yes. That which you want to get out of does not want to get out of itself. Self can't get out of self. Yeah. So, yeah, thanks, Jacob. Thanks for the read. We could go over the paragraphs, but the underlying feeling is we're going to move into the, 
it talks about the quit playing God as an essential. To me, it's the it's the biggest unspoken step is that statement. Quit yeah. playing God because it comes before the great, the biggest uh, principle in AA, which is surrendering to something greater than yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it says first you got to do that. Then next is the surrendering to something greater than yourself. Where if you look at AA, you would say the first principle really is that surrendering, the third step. Yeah. But really, it's preceded by something even more important, which is quit playing God. And I don't believe that which is playing God can quit playing God. I don't. Yeah. I believe you can see you're not that which is playing God. I do believe that. Yeah. But I do not believe that which is playing God can quit playing God. Just don't. Yeah. It would be playing God, wouldn't it? Yeah. It can't stop itself. Self can't get out of self. Even if it wants to, it can't because it just keeps reinvigorating the identification, yes? There is some, there are truly dead ends that you get to see sometimes, that you get convinced of. And one of them is self can't get out of self. Mm -hmm. It's a dead end that has a lot of miles in it, a lot of miles, a lot of signposts, a lot of rest areas. It can be a whole life fucking journey, but it's a dead end. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all I have to really offer because everything else I've heard explained beautifully. I have, you know, people have really studied the book and gone over tons of things and, you know, yeah. I had a moment once, uh, Early on, I had to go to Texas to share at something, yes? And this old guy got up and was talking about the traditions, and he said the tradition, I think it's five, <clears throat> where there or two, there's a loving God that's expressing itself through our group conscience. And the way I thought that meant, he gave it a whole different understanding, and I took that understanding and have carried with, with me for 32 years, yeah? The understanding that he shared was a, a big upgrade to the understanding I was having, yeah? Mm-hmm. That there's this power that's using our group to express itself through, yeah? That's how I got it. That's how he explained it. I had never heard it that way, but when I heard it that way, that one worked, yeah? Beautiful, yeah? Not talking about the group, but meaning a larger, yeah? A loving power is expressing itself in all our meetings and shit. Yeah, very powerful. So what triggered it? I didn't have the understanding. He shared it. And in sharing it, I picked it up. Yeah. Mm. And I've never put it down in my understanding of recovery. That's been the way I understand that tradition. I understand it on the pragmatic way. Yeah. The meeting and someone trusted servants, but in the the other way, I've never changed from hearing it, that guy on that stage that night. Mm. Yeah, 32 years ago. So hopefully we can pass on some understanding, maybe about the exact nature of the wrong, with the hopes that you can get some relief from it. Yeah? Yeah. 
And so instead of being bound by the impossible escape is self trying to get out of self. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks, bro. Thank you, Jacob. It's been a pleasure to watch you and see you at these meetings over the years. And same with many people. And nice to see Celia, an old friend of mine that I've seen in live meetings long, long ago. <laughs> a lot and stuff like that. And Gary and everyone else. That's you. Yeah. You don't feel a loving something expressing itself? Oh, I do. There you go. Yeah. All right. Well, pass. Open it up, Jacob. Open. Yeah. Release Krakens. We'll do. Uh, yeah. We got Gary. Gary, why don't you come in? Come on, yeah. Gary. Thanks, Paul. You know, I, I, I don't know. I'm a believer. I love everything you're saying and uh, the but, right? This thing that's been sort of in the back of my mind, and I, I'm interested in what your take is. It's like on page 60 of the book, there's a line there, you know, the A, B, and C, and it says basically that you know we can't manage our own lives that no human power could but then says that god could and would if he were sought and i've been chewing on this line if he were sought lately and it, i guess i was just reflecting on what does it mean to seek god because you know like in in some ways seeking is its own problem so you know, I, I don't know, I've just been thinking about this. Who's seeking God? And is that seeking a problem in and of itself? Now, I've reflected on this and, and got some answers and stuff, but I, I would be interested if you had some reflections upon um, the, uh, that in light of what you're saying about self and everything. You know, uh... It's, I go with the feeling more. So I don't want to dissect the wave and take the, the uh, foam out and then this out. I just feel something. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I, feel, I feel relief and freedom from this, these statements. Yeah? Mm -hmm. That's how I feel it. Yeah? In AA, relief and free, freedom is spoken of in different ways than in other modalities yes but the feelings are the same and so what i get out of the book is more of a feeling than specific clear uh whatever yes mm -hmm. yeah i feel a movement or something that moves me in a way that i give uh mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I attribute that to spirit, let's say, or that loving presence, how it moves me. So, of course, I could go back and, and open this up and say, well, yes, uh, seeking, of course, can be claimed by the head. Yes. But what, 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 is, what is the easiest thing, that which doesn't need to be sought? So 
my understanding of a higher power is it's always available at all times with no requirement necessary wherever I am. Yeah. So basically the seeking uh, is quite, oh, it, the, the, the lengths you have to go to seek God is very, very little because it's right here. Yeah. So, so if it's right here, the head can't get into much of a move of claiming the seeking to emphasize the seeker of God instead of God. Yeah. If the seeking is, is one of the quickest trips you'll ever take because what you're looking for is what's looking right now. Yeah. That seeking could be so valuable because it takes time for the head to claim it and make the seeker out of it. So you're free from that. Yeah. If you truly seek God, that seeking ain't going to last long because it's readily available right now. Yeah. (laughs) Now, if I'm seeking to get a good coffee in a town I don't know, I may have to do some work. Yeah. I may have to look up at Yelp and check out and then try to take a drive. And I may be disappointed when I finally get the sort I was seeking. But if you're seeking something that's everywhere at all times, yeah, <laughs> the seeking is going to be quite quite a minuscule uh, step in the process. Yes? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so on that way. So the idea of you, we were alcoholic and could not manage our own lives. See, the understanding I had when I came in was my unmanageability in life was caused by my drinking and using. That got corrected quickly in recovery because I saw I had stopped drinking and using and everything was unmanageable. Yeah. So I realized uh, I had a new understanding slowly took over, which is uh, I'm not managerial quality. Yes. It was my trying to manage life that made it unmanageable. And part of my trying to manage life was drinking and using. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. understanding, this the old one got replaced quickly. And the understanding I had of a higher power uh, of that, of your own understanding, that turned quickly into a higher power of its own understanding. Mm-hmm. I do not want to have a higher power of my understanding. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's, it's going to be a small, weak power. Yeah. But I have had been, I've had revelations of a higher power of its own understanding based on my statement of, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You see? So what happens a lot through the process of recovery is your understandings get changed. They're not yours, but the uh, the understandings Mm -hmm. concerning life get corrected. Yeah. Yeah, a new freedom and a new happiness, you could also say, in a new understanding. You could throw that in there, because that's what happens, yes? Mm. Yeah, so my understanding right now when I read these three things was that probably no human power could have relieved the alcoholism. That's an observational fact to me, because no human power in my life uh, relieved the alcoholism. My mother, the state, Nobody, no human power changed the alcoholism until something did. So that's observational for me. Yeah, that's true. The God could and would if he was sought. Yes. Yeah. The seeking was very minimal, tell you the truth. 
because it's like the old thing we were taught in Christ, in Catholic school was the Godhead has three attributes, omnipresent, meaning everywhere, omniscient, and omnipotent. So if it's everywhere, how long do I have to seek for it? <laughs> I, I would think I'm right in the middle of it now. <laughs> so I think basically seeking means maybe losing interest in self and then opening up to find interest in other things, yes? Yeah, so I you can go off on it. The head can become a, like a spiritual surgeon and mm-hmm. and shit like that. But I'd rather just go with the wave. Yeah, mm-hmm. to me, I move by sense feltness, not mm-hmm. intellectual understanding. Yeah, yeah. Moved by a feeling, in a sense, of a strong feeling. It's vague in a way. I can't name it, but I sense it, and it moves. It moves me, so to speak. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So would I, you know, I saw, I rode that wave. I re- hit it. Do I want to hear a description of the wave? It may be poetic and artistic and nice, but it's never going to capture the real feeling. And I believe uh, what the big book of AA is trying to capture or put an understanding on what it feels like to be under the tyranny of alcoholism and what it feels like to be relieved from that ty- tyranny. And I feel I, I relate to the big book more than any other book I've ever been introduced to because it seems to capture all these feelings and all these intimacies that I felt were so unique and personal. Yes. Mm. That we've all felt under the tyranny of the same thing called self. See, it's interesting that they use the singularity for self, and then what has to been defeated is a collective, us, yeah? That's exactly how I see it. I see self is a foreign uh, activity with limited traits, that it, it manifests the same limited traits in all of us. That's why we end up in the same places, yeah? That's why you identify when an alcoholic shares because it sure sounds like they have your thoughts and your, your feelings and your reactions to life when they weren't yours to begin with. They're reacting to life the same way you were because they're taken over by the same fucking thing. Yes? Yeah. Isn't that a revelatory to understand that? Yeah. Because that's a, that's a big change. The, what's the, What's the sharp point of the spear you constantly are getting fucking jabbed with is a unique sense of terminalness, of uniquely terminally special. The defeat is feels so personal, yet it is an impersonal defeat. Yet feeling the defeat, it's super personal. You think no one else feels like you or has gone through what you're going through. Yes? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And all that gets blown out of the water when you start going to meetings. Because then you hear a lot of people and you can either come to only two conclusions. How did they get my thoughts or they're not my thoughts? Yeah. We're, we're in a shared defeat, don't you see? Mm-hmm. We have collectively been defeated by self, all of us. Therefore, when you talk about your defeat, it sure sounds like my defeat. Because it's the same thing that has defeated us. Yes, and it's not called Gary or Paul. It's called self. 
Yes. It's important to understand. It is. This is what's happening. I got a... Do you have some time, Jacob? I just go on a little example. Yeah? Yeah, Sure. I had a weird thing once. A a French headhunter, a French headhunter called me up about seeing if I'd want to be a a program director for a new rehab in Chiang Mai, Thailand. (laughs) So immediately I told them, I ain't going to direct anything. So, but... (laughs) I'd be more than happy to talk to the people about it. And it was very expensive. They have very expensive rehabs for foreigners in Thailand. Yeah. And uh, so the two guys, Ernest, you know, interested, one had owned the property and the other guy was the one who's going to help set it up. So they would call me up. And because they were going to be charging so much money, they had a certain, uh, particular way of looking at things. And so basically I said, you know, you got to emphasize service, obviously. And so they said, well, what do you mean? Tailor a service for each individual client? I said, no fucking way. Just throw them all in the bus and take them to a soup kitchen. Yeah. But you see how the specialness when money gets involved is everyone's looking for a special program. When it ain't, that's not what works. What works is give up the individual because service works for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the case. We want to continue on with with an aspect that has defeated us. We want to still be unique and fucking like this. And you can be in a lot of ways, but not in this condition. You've been taken over by the same thing that took me over. Yeah. That's why we can talk about it. Yes? Absolutely. So, uh, just maybe someone can look, see how many times they use the word self in the big book. I bet you it's the most used word. Yeah? Other than like the or B or A. Yeah? It's profoundly important. And who cares about... They had an understanding, maybe it was ego. Who knows? But the thing is, there's a sense going on in all of us that is not completely us, yeah? And it has its own agenda, like a parasite would, and it needs to use you as the host to fulfill its agenda. It can't do what it wants to do without you, yeah? And it's come up with a great strategy because it knows whatever host it tries to take over, it's going to be hostile for the host. So it had to have a great camouflage or strategy, which is I'm going to convince the host that I'm not that it's I'm the host. Yeah. So therefore, no matter how much it wants to be free from me, it will try to be free as me. So the parasite can travel through recovery through active addiction it can, and keep have the keep living off the host it's an incredible strategy yeah but you can see it and if it's intimate with you maybe it's going to lead you to a new understanding which is going to allow a traveling lighter because you'll stop calling 
yours what's not yours. You'll see what is self's and you'll see what is yours, yeah? They won't have a huge mix like they do now, yeah? Why do you think people don't want to do a fourth step inventory when they do inventories on every person they meet all every day, yeah? People do an inventory in one second. They think they know everything about the person they just met, so... But when it comes to looking at themselves, there's a huge resistance. Why? Because the parasite does not want you to look at your role because you will see its role. It does. It wants you to be blaming people every fucking day so you never look this way. Yeah? It has an agenda, and it doesn't really line up with your agenda. It doesn't. It has to force this its agenda on you, which it does. Yeah. When was the last time you were happy, joyous, and free, shooting coke, drinking at eight in the morning? Yeah. Even shooting the coke wasn't working for years. Even that rush, that just. Because you knew what was waiting for you when you came down. That incomprehensible demoralization of no more cocaine. You're going to have to kiss someone's ass to get something that you seem like you completely believe you need at all costs. It's slavery. Fucking slavery. Yeah? So now we've been freed from that act of slavery with the hopes that we'll take this opportunity to look at the underlying causes and conditions. Yeah. So I'm so happy we have people we can do it together with. Yeah, it's it's awesome. So thanks, Jacob. Anyone else? Thanks, Gary. Yeah, thanks, Paul. Yeah, we have uh, Justin here. Justin, hey, Paul. Come in. There you are. Hey, uh, just want to say thanks so much. I get a lot of relief watching your videos and, and uh, trying to, to see self uh, manifest in different ways. My question is uh, two, two parts. One, I'm curious. I've watched some other non-duality videos, uh, Jim Newman, or um, <clears throat> there's another guy, uh, Parsons, I think, but I'm curious, uh, I have a lot of problems. I, I seem to create a lot of problems in my life around women um, regarding, you know, I've got about 15 months of sobriety and um, <clears throat> starting to realize I, I'm in the seat of self in perception without even knowing it, even though just trying to be aware of it. Um, yeah. I, I tend to cause a lot of pain. I get into pain and then that, that, t- that tends to uh, open up other things that seem to be just stored in my body. Um, just a lot of pain, a lot of release. And uh, I've got a lot of relief in, in trying to, and watching your videos and getting help uh, in, a, in sponsorship and all that. But um, yeah, I don't know if that made any sense. I, really, I'm kind of curious about the, if, you, if, if you're familiar with, Jim Newman and he it's it's just a little different flavor on non-duality and it's curious if you want to talk about it. I I heard their names but I never heard them, no. Okay. 
I get a lot yeah, more out I've, of this. I've uh, met yeah. Tony Parsons. I've met Tony Parsons, who I think is Jim Newman was hatched from Tony Parsons uh, thing. Yeah, I know him. I've met him in life in about 2000. Uh, but I don't I haven't listened to anybody in years, so I don't know. Whatever helps, whatever works. Great. I don't I just want to see people travel a little lighter. Tell you the truth. I don't care if they use this ointment, just any ointment if it works. Well yeah. Jim Newman talks about the idea. Like, that yeah, sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. All right. So the idea, you know, certain things concerning the action figure may take time. So you're on the operating table. Now they've come to the organ of relationship and maybe it hurts when it's touched and shit and your old ideas come up, but just stay on the operating table. Don't get up. Don't play doctor and things will work out. Yeah. And this idea of practicing these principles in all your affairs, if you realize you can't limit your affairs. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it, the work's going to take time. You're going to be in the garage for a while. I used to have that with the relationships. People would say, you're not available. I said, I'm quite aware of that. <laughs> I'm not available. I feel like I'm being worked on and I'll let you know when I get back on the road again. But seriously, I needed a huge overhaul. So there was a period of time I wasn't uh, trying to meet a lot of people. I was just, I felt being, I was being worked on and I hadn't gotten the, okay, <laughs> you're ready to roll. No. So yeah, this, this is what, you know, this design for living uh, looks at your inner diagram. Yeah. And sees where the faulty, faulty wiring is. And there needs to be corrections. I'm not talking about the non-duality absoluteness. I'm talking about the, the experience of being a body that runs into a lot of different situations, usually with the same answer. And those answers don't work. So there's got to be some rewiring. Yeah. And this is what life AA does. It gives you the balls to take chances and to fail. So you can learn how to live successfully. Yeah. I've made a lot of mistakes, but I had the program of making amends and and making a pledge to the amend that, you know, what I did with you, I don't want to do to anyone else and sincerely mean that. Yeah. And open myself up to be directed by a by a new ideal. That's part of the sexual inventory uh, idea. The you know, the third thing we do an inventory on is to come up with a new ideal concerning relationships with others. Yeah. And be willing to have that God mold it through you. Yeah. This is the process. This is a process for the action figure to go through. Yeah. That's why my, 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 uh, my day job is like a relationship therapy. <laughs> I don't want to give anyone <laughs> advice about relationships i don't i'm not you know what i mean people call me i say well i don't know if <laughs> i would be but i did get altered enough where i can have a viable relation with another person and that wasn't the case when i came into aa it wasn't yeah so
the action figure gets worked on. Non-duality is another uh, non-duality isn't something you wear in your toolkit. It's not like, yes, it's more of a contextual uh, a condition that un is unvaried and really unable to be worked on. It just is. And I would say would help you quite a lot, but maybe not in a way the head is looking for it to help, which is like immediate relief from something. Or, yes. It, I don't see, I don't think it, it works, but not in the way the head likes things to work. Like give me immediate relief now without me having to do anything. <laughs> it may, it may fail you miserably there. Yeah. So. That's Thanks my so uh, much, say on Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Justin. And we have two more people with their hands up. Paul, you have time for two more? <clears throat> is one? Is any animal have their hand up? Just two uh, people? No animals. Go just two people. people. All right. Yeah, we got uh, we got so, Teddy. I'd rather hear one. from a cat or something right now. But all right, hey. let's go with people. I'll go grab her. There it is. There she's come up. Giselle heard it. There's the put up that paw. Oh, there you go. She wants to say something. <laughs> All right. So who is gonna who goes, Jacob? I go Yeah. Oh, Giselle. All right. Come on in. Hey, Paul. Right. I'm an alcoholic. My name is Giselle. I have five cats. <laughs> if you want. <laughs> but anyway, um, I I'm new to this, um, to your uh, philosophy, let's put it that way. Um, and I do consider it a philosophy because um, it stems from the big book. It's all from the big book. And I, I just simply love this. I mean, I had 20 years of sobriety um, and I did not work the program at all. I thought that I was unique and that it didn't apply to me. And I was really forced in by my profession but I managed to stay sober. I had other higher powers like career and men and my son, especially, you know, but in any event, I relapsed eight years. It was horrible. Um, finally back all in, it'll be three years next month. Um, I have done it all this time and there's still something horribly missing. You know, I reach out, I do the service, I have sponsees, I get out of myself, supposedly. Um, but, you know, this makes so much sense to me because it's so insidious. And I had so much shame from the things that I did during that eight year relapse. You know, I wake up every morning in um, untreated disease and it, 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 it just suffocates me. You know, and I'm not going to go on any further, but I'm just, I just want to say thank you because this, this is what it is. And I can see that now. I can recognize it now. Thank God that I'm not willing to believe, you know, the mess, the shame and everything. Yeah. But you know, I am still overcome by it to the extent that it's hard to get out of. 
and now I know I can't get out of it, you know, but I can get help yes. get out of it. So thank you. Yes, and service also, honey, service. Service is pretty much, he's uh, got a very, very high rate of success, allowing the attention that's floating around the head to move somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And there's a great sense of relief through mm -hmm. service. So mm -hmm. I always recommend service. Yes. And you know, again, this rearranging, this is an event in time, is may take some time. So you're on the operating table, you're maybe an hour into the operation, you may have a couple more hours. Yes. So just don't get up and don't play doctor. And how can you, one of the basic ways of not getting up is not don't drink and use. Right. Yes. And there's other things that you can do. Right. Yes. Right. So, yeah. Uh, but it gives me hope. Well, yeah, because the solution is infinite in a way. It's always available. Where the problem is finite, it's going to end. Things will change. Yes? They will eventually. So maybe this is what you need to feel about life to really enjoy it. Yeah? I know with, when I came in, uh, cocaine use really takes the joy out of life. Yes? You become so dependent on the the rush of the coke, when you're not doing that, you're totally flatlined. And it was, and it was boring as fucking hell. And it was, and quite, you know, the urge to do something about it would be strong. And so when I would want to stop using when I was out there, uh, the most I could pull off was like three days because I was so fucking empty. The only way I could feel anything was by doing coke. Yeah. And so I'd go back to the fucking shit. And then the only thing that allowed that process to continue was finally getting sober. Yeah. So uh, remember when they say the statement, the dark night of the soul, it doesn't say the dark nights of the soul. So the dark night of the soul it may be heavy, but it's got a time restraint, a time limitation, and you're going to out wait it yeah you're gonna make it through whatever it has you seemingly in and sometimes this is how you sometimes this is the what the process is you got to go through what you've been avoiding at all costs and then you learn that it doesn't kill you when you finally address it and you've learned you can face life successfully like it's describes in the book yeah so I would, I would always look at the situations where you can be of service. It's an easy way to get out of uh, you as the main topic of the day. Yeah. Yeah. And that's usually what we need. A little bit of that goes, it'll give you the strength to keep on, you know, staying with the process. Yeah. And not leave before the miracle. Yeah. yeah. The miracle was, I my, my ability to enjoy life was restored. It took years, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was. And then also when I came in, no, I didn't know it, but I had been run over by a car and earlier on and they had put a big rod in my leg and the rod had became home, became the home of a giant colony of staff. So I had a huge staph infection. I had no idea I was under, which made me feel totally bummed out. So when I got sober, I had no memory of what it was 
was like not to be drunk loaded. I said, this isn't fucking that great. <laughs> I was, my body was fighting a staph infection. And then I finally, the leg blew up with no reason why. And I, they finally figured out something was going on and I, they wouldn't let me go home and they operated. And then I started to feel like much better and really enjoy starting to enjoy sobriety. It took a while to get back from all the damage. Yeah. It's not like, uh, and this is the beauty of having a community. Yeah. This isn't like a weekend and then you're all better. That's why there's what some churches have one meeting a week. We have like 600 meetings a week. I mean, this is a, this is a process of, uh, you know, destruction and renewal. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I was. Used I mean, to I, I don't know. I, I think it was eight years or 10 years. If you look at the old videos we did, I was always still pulling my hair, which was a cocaine thing. <laughs> I was still, I still, I had all the symptoms of being a coke addict 10 years after I stopped using coke. It was insane. So, so you know, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. Just strap in. Yeah. Just strap in. We're in good hands. Yeah. Yeah. See, I was using self as the man. Justin or what with relationships. Hmm? Yeah. I was using self as the stick, and it's never satisfied. No, it's never satisfied. Well, it's it's like the old story with the snake. You know, you you find the snake, you bring it back to life, you feed it, you got a little comforter on it. And then you're walking around with it and it bites you and you're surprised. And then you go, why, Mr. Snake? Why did you bite me? I'm a snake. This is a parasitical movement. It's, 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 uh, it's not a win-win situation. It's for it to win, you lose. <laughs> and for you to win, it loses. And it ain't liking the losing. <laughs> it, it isn't, you know... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but it gets its back gets broken with sobriety. Its back gets broken. It does. It its back gets broken. It's defeated, just like it was defeating you. It's defeated, and after a while, it acts like something that's been defeated. It yaps and yaps, but it's it still sits. Yeah. It still fucking goes to the meetings. It's still, it's now in an obeyance. It's not fucking enthusiastic, but it's been defeated. <laughs> and you enjoy the relief of it a day at a time. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. <laughs> that which has defeated us gets defeated, but not by us. <laughs> <laughs> by this power, let's say. Yeah, that's really it. That's the story. Admit that you've been defeated. Admit you can't undo that defeat and something will. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a human power, but it's a power nonetheless. Yeah. It may come through humans, but it, they're not the source of it. Yeah. That's what I feel about the book. I feel that source. I feel that which has did for me what I couldn't do for myself. 
I was struck sober. Uh, life conspired to get me sober. I had given up all hope. And then one day in a trailer park in Calistoga, California, something uh, flipped the switch and that was that. I've been going to a, I've been sober for 34 years now. So it had enough of it and it defeated it. Yes. The parasite loves to subdue you. It doesn't like to be subdued. <laughs> it's like those YouTube videos with the crazy dogs and they bring in Caesar or someone who fucking tames the most vicious animal. Well, Caesar is like the higher power in that imagery. <laughs> Now the thing is docile and actually a happier. It's a happier dog. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting more of what it really wanted. Like communi community, friends. It's not biting everyone. <laughs> it's a win-win, really. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, thank you, honey. Yeah. Thank you, Giselle. All right, Paul, we have one more hand up. We have Teddy. All right, Teddy. Hey, Paul. I've been binging uh, hey, your videos the last few days. Um, so I've worked with a couple other teachers. I've worked with Fred Davis and Angelo, and they've both been really, really helpful in helping me get the non-dual aspect of things like, oh, I'm everything and nothing, like there's no me, yada, yada. But there was always something lacking, and that was the experience of freedom. And I am, have been going to SAA for sex addicts, for, for porn and hookups for a couple months now. And working the 12 steps with a sponsor, I'm on step four now, like actually doing the inventory and getting it all out there, all my crap and all the human stuff that I just sort of been like, oh, I can transcend it with non-duality. And there's no fucking way. And so, doing that i've felt more pain and you know agony and sobbing and real emotional work through the 12 steps than i ever did with you know sitting at retreats and being like oh whatever but um yeah i just felt compelled to come talk to you because your videos have really resonated with me and i'm at a point where like i'm really like it's self trying to transcend self, but like the higher power has taken away my addiction. I'm like 75 days sober, which has not happened in 13 years. And, Great. and, um, well, let's my, just stop right there, Teddy, and have a moment of gratitude for that. Mm -hmm. Cause that's the big player of the whole event. Yes. Yeah. And this is first things first. Yeah. Mm hmm. Sometimes in this place, that which is first isn't first, which is non-duality. First things first is getting sober. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. I mean, I found, I know a lot of drunk non-dualists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's all seemingly paradoxical, but it works. You got to take care of business. I mean, the elephant in the room doesn't care if it's nothing or everything. It's having a huge influence. So yeah, you just got to deal with the elephant. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, it's and like we're outmatched. So that's how we deal with it. We're outmatched. Totally. Like, and like, I can't. The, like, the fact that the thoughts are not actually me is just like mind boggling. Just like insane. Yeah. Like, how could I've ever, like, especially since I feel I'm sort of like seeing through it. It's just like the mind is now becoming its most vicious it's ever been. It's like, oh, you should kill yourself. You should slice your head off. You should, oh, it's like your girlfriend's going to leave you. You're going to turn gay. You're going to lose your job. And it's just, if you keep going yeah. with this, it's just like, I don't know. It's a crazy phenomenon. And the thing is, you're going to keep going with it. So yeah. fuck it, really. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really. It's threatening you. Well, okay. And you just keep going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and after a while, it's truly the, the little guy behind the curtain in The Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It still sets up the same explosions, but you don't have the same reaction anymore. Yeah. Because you've seen, you've seen the lower power from the higher power. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to kill you, bro. Just uh, mm-hmm. use the mechanisms of recovery and community and service if it gets heavy don't try to say it's not heavy just do something yeah Mm. distract the head see if you if the flies are circling something and you keep saying there's no shit you better actually read the flies because the flies think there's shit yeah So you're saying there's no shit aren't sending the flies off to different purposes. So I would go with the flies. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I should do something. And then, yeah. Yeah. And then you go do the service and suddenly the flies have been dispersed. How's mm-hmm. that? Eh? Yeah. Actually yeah. doing the inventory has been. So, yes. So good. Right. And um, yes. magically in a, a group chat of some of my friends has materialized of like we all want to quit porn and I didn't make this but now it's like in my face and like other people want to quit this and it's just like oh great yeah the power yeah is- well now you'll be put to use yeah, exactly. this is why we have a new employer the word employee means to use mm-hmm. something will use you if you make yourself available absolutely and that's what the program does it it allows you to respond to your natural condition, which is availability. You're here, but we're so up the ass of self, we feel like we're not. Mm-hmm. Well, that gets undone and you realize you're available and you're present because you're presence. You're it. There's, mm-hmm. Without you, there's no fucking moment. Yeah. Yeah. So... All right, bro. Thank you, Teddy. And Thank you, thanks, thanks for the share. Yep. And we're here. Yep. All right. Anyone else, Jacob? Or No other hands, Paul. Thanks, Teddy. All right. Let's, uh, we have a, you know, we've been having a lot of rain up in Northern California. There's a little respite right now. Wow. Yeah. All right. Thanks. So let's uh, say goodbye to everyone. Bruce. Hey, hey Paul, Bruce uh, just raised oh, his hand. Oh, yeah, Bruce. Yeah, bring him in. Come on in, Bruce. Come on, Bruce. Yeah, hi, everyone. Yeah, it seems like one allows for the other. The seeing 
you know, to have the seeing and the awareness of what I'm not, or to send have that sense of, let's say, prior to six, the self-consciousness kicked in, how would we know what that is or what I was or am without knowing what I'm not? And the gratitude, the promises, and having turned off, you know, surrender, that act of surrender, and that if thy will be, be, is done, that sense of spirit you referred to earlier. So if the, then the spirit playing the action figure, Bruce, and the seeing of that, but if it were for not, if it were not for all that, it's like if every moment of eternity hasn't been the way it is, we all wouldn't be sitting here right now sharing. And then that's not to say that, you know, I don't, I, I don't sense that awareness um, as, my, as myself, Bruce. But anyway, thank you. Everyone shared what I needed to share. And then, you know, the being, being present, whatever, um, you know, so anyway, yeah, thanks. If it weren't for all this, yeah, thanks. Well, thank you, Bruce. Yeah. Jacob, thank you. Thanks, it's been Paul. a pleasure to meet you, Jacob. Yes. We got Al in Vegas. There he is. Yes. We got John C. John S. in Florida, Justin, uh, Ruby Rose makes an appearance. I missed Ruby Rose. Nice to see you, honey. All is well? Good. Thank you. Ruby Rose, I'm happy to see you again very much. We got Gary Clark, as always. Always a pleasure. Celia. Used to see her a lot at the Wednesday night meeting, a beautiful church. Jack, uh, nice to see Jack. Jack driving. Joseph in France, nice to see you, Joseph. All's well? Yeah, good. James Lebowski, yeah. Still worried about that 63 cent check bouncing, yes. <laughs> Got to have the half and half. Yeah, you can't give up all of your pleasures. No. Uh, we got Giselle in Las Vegas. Yes, nice to see you, Giselle, and the five cats. Yep. Greg, he's staring at a wall. He's turning around. There he is. Nice to see you, Greg. Mickey, as always, the matriarch of Madeira. Walter, my brother from another mother. We got Nanette. She's, she's keeping the candle out for all of us. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Nanette. You're a light upon yourself anyway. So it's actually two candles in the room. Yeah. Uh, Bill C with uh, Kathleen. There they are. Roman, my friend, my friend from the bus. Nice to see you, Roman. We're cooking up another retreat. Yeah, we're going to have another one. 
Yeah. I think somewhere in the world. Yep. Uh, John, nice to see you, John. Thank you for that Meister Erhard thing. I, I liked it. I read it last night. Yeah. It's like there's a playground and you may enter it through one gate, but then you hear someone else describe the playground from another gate. Yeah, they entered it in another gate. It's cool. Yeah, I like that. All right, we got uh, Alex who's in Hudson Valley. Nice to see you, Alex, as always. Yep. Uh, let me see. We got Oliver from Berlin. Nice. Hopefully he's traveling well. We got Donovan. Uh, he's driving. Yes, nice to see you. Steve Cole from San Diego. Nice to see you, Steve. Nina, as always, L.A. Chris B. is in New York, right, Chris? Yes, yeah. No? Where are you? Boston. Boston. Oh, Boston. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I may have some problem with you now. You you I'm always think I'm in New York. I, I don't know. I don't know why. But I you're welcome. I think to it's come the on. hat. <laughs> I think it's the hat. It's the hat. Uh, the guys that used to drive the horse and buggy through Central Park. <laughs> Most people think <laughs> they I'm used English. to wear hats like that. They still do. I think. I think they were a little higher up, but they were. Yeah. Take it takes a Alex, lot of nerve to wear a hat like this, Paul. It does, especially well. Not so much inside your own house, but outside, maybe. I wear it everywhere. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Alex, Bruce, Ben, Sandra Housel, Laurie, Mia. Mia, God bless you, Mia, down in San Diego. Gail, Amy in Seattle, Sena, Anu, Chris in Mammoth Lakes. Nice. To, it must be beautiful up there now up in uh, the mountains there. Uh, we got Miranda. Nice to see you, Miranda. Traveling well, I hope. Yes, good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, who else? Well, that's it. Hey, listen, I'll see you guys soon, I hope. And um, yeah, remember rule 62. Don't take yourself so seriously. Thanks, Paul. See ya. See you guys.